Testing, testing, testing. Blah, 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 blah. Ready, set, go. It's time for the Coach Amy and Coach Liz Show. A podcast for endurance athletes by two athletes, two coaches, and a physical therapist. We are your hosts, Coach Amy and Coach Liz, coming to you from Kansas, Kansas City. City. Okay, Liz, so I have a question. Right, right now here in uh, our outdoor pools have just opened, mm. okay? And we're starting to do some open water swims out at our lakes and bodies of water. And those are cold right yeah. now. And my question for you is, how do you, how do athletes adapt to, what, what are some recommendations or tips that you have for adapting to that cold weather? Because, or not cold weather, cold water. Because when I first started, all I wanted to do was just suck in air immediately and go <gasps> like that. Yeah. Just, it's so cold. Yeah. That's a problem. So, you know, the, co- the cold water actually does um, make people hyperventilate. And so you yeah. really, you want to, you know, plan for that when you're going in the cold water. And there are some things that I'll have athletes do if they're going to be going into um, a race where they're going to be dealing with cold water and they don't necessarily have access to cold water prior to a race. To practice. To practice. Um, so, you know, the first thing when, you know, you are going to be getting into a body of water is to, is to mentally expect that you're going to have a reaction if the water is really cold so that it doesn't catch you by surprise because that's not that's going to make it worse. Um, and then you need to kind of have a plan for how you get in that water. So usually what we'll do is, is, you know, mark out a couple steps where you first need to like submerge yourself to your shoulders because you're going to have a different reaction for the lower half of your body versus when your face hits the cold water. And when the face hits the cold water, that's usually when things really start to, when the panic yeah. starts to set, right? Yeah. So getting in and going and submerging to your shoulders um, and just kind of adjusting and then checking in with your breath. So you're, you know, the whole time you're doing this, you're checking in with your breath because that's what you're trying to manage. And as long as your breath is okay, you can continue on what you're doing. So you submerge to the shoulders, you take a few deep breaths, you kind of make sure that you have control of your breath, that you can move, that you're feeling okay. And then you just sort of start to put your face in. You don't put your whole head in yet. You put your face in. You come back up and take a breath. You put your face in. Um, just that's the next step to kind of say, okay, so your brain knows this is what it's going to feel like. We can still breathe. And then you're gonna you're still standing. Like you are not out where you can't, um, where you don't have control over what you're doing, right? You don't want to go out to the middle of the lake and do this. <laughs> which people do, like you need to be in a place where you're safe so you can focus on your breathing. And then when you're ready, you're going to go ahead and submerge your head briefly and then come back up and you're going to regroup, right? And then you're going to do that again. And so it's almost like that bobbing motion where you go down and then you come back up. And what you're doing is managing your acclimation to the water, but you're also doing it at a pace where your breath can, your breath is staying with you. Yeah. Um, Because if you get in there and you don't expect it to feel like that and then you submerge your head and the breath and the, the cold water takes your breath away and then you start swimming so then you're exercising and you're out of breath more and you're holding your breath because you're swimming yeah. i mean it just can really implode quickly so you need to have a plan um you need to expect that it's going to be cold and you need to go slowly um if i have an athlete that's going to go do a race and they're not they can't practice that beforehand um we'll practice that in the pool even though the pool isn't as cold just so that you are used to going through the steps like you need to yeah. practice it before you get to the race site even if the water temperature is not the same but i will actually i've had athletes actually fill up their sink with ice water that's what i did yeah that's yeah what I, a bowl a bowl 
and and then you practice that and you get you know just because it's such a shock and then you just can you can visual you know do a lot of good visualization yes. and like practice you know it's not the same but at least then you've you've had the feeling of that ice cold water before it hits your face especially in a race it really helped me and i have and i don't know i don't maybe i'm the same as everyone and everyone else is just better at it than me but like even when i put on my heart rate monitor to ride my bike mm. okay initial contact with that wet that. Thing. oh my god so it is I like it's torture and so now I wanted, if I had made an invention I would do a heart rate strap warmer that is the yes. worst oh my god but you know you get over it and you, you breathe and you know but so okay so it's not just me I did that practice thing with the ice bowl thing and I don't know where I came up with that because I didn't read about it and I was like maybe this is really like torturous but maybe I won't share that with other people but I did do it and it really worked and it wasn't you know of course obviously you're holding your breath I, I practiced blowing bubbles out into it as well yeah but just staying calm and and relaxing my body as yes. much as possible and yeah. it really did help so much that and stepping into a shower of cold shower yeah that was another thing it's just get used to it um and stay like calm calming the nervous system while you're doing it which and yeah. i think you know in order for you to calm the nervous system i mean your body's protect it's it's your body's yeah. job to protect you right and yeah if that cold water is shutting off your breath like you're not going to be able to calm anything until you are focused on managing your breath and yeah. that's true of open water panic you know, or open water discomfort, even if it's not cold. Yes. Right? And I mean, that's, that's a really cover any whole other podcast. Yes. Because I think that is super important, too. Yes. And you have lots of tips for that. I do. How have you guys learned to deal with the cold? Yeah. The cold open water or the cold swimming pool? Don't do what I do, which is, like, stand outside the pool and stare at it for, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> I feel it like... Makes, it's inevitable. You're going to get in. Oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> Natalie Coughlin is an Olympic swimmer, and she... I have a quote by her that says something about, like, getting in the cold water never gets easier. I mean, it just is... <sighs> I have had practices where I stood there and stared, and then I just ended up in the hot tub, and I'm like, I cannot. <gasps> that is... Sh- that's top secret information. Oh that is God. not how we get better at swimming. It's so funny because I always think about like you all with, the, you guys have so much experience and you especially like years and years and years of swimming before you even did try. I will sit there. I will dip my toe in. I know. It's torture. And then I'll ask all the other swimmers in the pool, how's the water today? <laughs> oh my gosh. So if I was going to design a pool, I would start it in a hot tub and then I would make a lazy river that then <laughs> like blended you slowly into the cold water and then you got into the lab pool. <laughs> That's how much time I've spent thinking about how not to be cold when I get in. Oh, when you develop that center, let me know. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, we, we are, are in this together. together. Until next time.